high-grade healing with Akeem Pierre, uh, turning passions into profits. Thank you guys for, for joining us today. Listen, Akeem is one of the, he vibrates on the highest level in which a human can vibrate on. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, he's just, he's energetic, he's positive, he's an extreme optimist. He just creates things and, and, and speaks them into existence. He's a beautiful person and uh, someone that has gone deep into the, the world of nutrition, health, wellness, but from a holistic standpoint, um, somebody that has really gone deep into his own layers of psychology and then actually tried to figure out, you know, what makes me happy? What makes me healthy? What is wellness really? What is meditation? What are the actual benefits of that? What are the natural things from the world, um, from the earth that are going to do my body well? Um, and, you know, how can I create experiences for humans and, and for, you know, my people to, to go to other places or and really live in the experience of healing. So we talked about everything from CMOS, again, health and wellness, entrepreneurship, fitness, basketball, his own personal journey. Enjoy. The Think Space podcast is a home for the passionately curious. We aim to dig deep and learn as much as possible by connecting the right questions with the right people. So we bring in some of the best minds in the Pacific Northwest, regardless of their industry, to extract the most value from their stories and experiences. Yes, you're going to get something from this episode, which is good. Or you could get something from every episode we release by subscribing on whichever platform you're listening on. You can find the full show notes at thinkspacepodcast.com or have the visual experience of this podcast over on YouTube. If you want to get looped into some exclusive content or private giveaways, join our mailing list. The link's in the description. So, Akeem, uh, you just got back from a, a trip, which I'll let you explain because I, I don't even know. And yeah. all I see is what I see on social. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, what's on your mind? What's on the tip of your thought these days here in 2020? What's going on with you? Uh, for me, 2020 is, uh, is abundance now. Yes. Is really the mindset moving forward. And it's really a continuation of abundance now. And just realizing that, you know, if we wait for the thing to come before we feel that abundance or we feel good, then it's really not going to come. Or when it does come, we're going to reflect it and not be able to receive it. So just like opening up your being, your yourself to receive and get all that abundance because you have everything that you need. The universe is infinite, my friend. Mm-hmm. The universe is infinite, my friend. What do I care if, what do you care if another Irish CMOS competitor comes up? There's, listen, there's, there's, there's customers for me, there's customers for you to CMOS for me to CMOS for you, exactly. wherever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. Who cares if someone else is doing retreats? Listen, that's more better. It's exactly. all good. It's all good. So what, what was this trip you just went on? What are you up to? I see you going to these places mm-hmm. with these amazing people doing amazing things. They just look like a vibe and an yeah. in, in, in intense, great energy and healing energy what is it man <laughs> what is it yeah so we were just in saint lucia mm. for a couple of weeks context and context where is saint lucia for those that don't know saint lucia is in the southeastern portion of the caribbean right closer to trinidad so like we see jamaica cuba is like more in the north western part of it saint lucia is like in that hidden corner of the of the caribbean nice. where it's like mostly high class like exclusive travel honeymoons oh, and really? things like that oh. but uh we were there for our retreat 
a journey beyond wellness, which is a retreat, you know, because we're not retreating, like we're not leaving, having to leave or escape our life, but we're retreating ourselves. We're learning how to treat ourselves again, oh. or we're retreating within and we're releasing all the distractions and then retreating within and learning how to retreat ourselves because treatment. somewhere along the way, we lost it, right? We stopped treating ourselves. Yeah. So I was at uh, that uh, retreat and that was our third one. And then I also import products from St. Lucia and like my family's out there. So oh, nice. like we did it all really. Are like, you from St. Lucia? My my father is from St. Lucia. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you know Ko? Ko Guevara? No. Oh my gosh. Ko Guevara is a uh, is a hip hop artist mm-hmm. that uh, what used to be signed to Classified's Half Life Records, mm-hmm. and he is. He's just like a, a crazy artist, but he's from St. Lucia. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that's super crazy. He's like he's he's right in that kind of like, you know, artists are kind of like I don't know what they call it. It's it's like pre-famous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like artists are in that On like come up. They have a buzz, you mm-hmm. know, and and they're really moving, and maybe they're signed to a label you don't know. Da, 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 yeah. Da. But he's from St. Lucia. He makes some of the most beautiful music like ever he's like one of my favorite artists legitimately okay, i'll link i'll link you, you i'll to, link you 100%. Like, we're in the we want to build up saint lucia as a place oh for, yeah like the place to go and a lot of whatever's coming out there to hell yeah you know, we all band up and get together so gotta link us up. i love it i love it he's got a he's got a song called winter in saint lucia mm. it's little. it's probably it's my top 10 songs you see okay i'm like i'm not kidding yeah. like for, Epic, for, yes. for no purposes of Epic. of uh of this hey kev my computer just froze you want to hit that Thank you, man. Um, yeah, he legitimately one of my, my favorite artists. So St. Lucia, connection there, cool. Um, that's where the CMOS comes from. We'll get to the CMOS in a second. We'll mm-hmm. get to the health and wellness in a second. Mm-hmm. But so these so these retreats, okay, retreats, retreating yourself. Okay, how do you how did that come together? What was what was the origin story of that? And obviously, there's a connection to St. Lucia, but you wouldn't just go there simply because you're from there. There's obviously properties there that you go to, you know, mm-hmm. to to bring out, right? Yeah. So it's interesting because I have a cousin out there, okay, who's like one of the world leaders as a natural healer, okay, or yeah, just a healer from the indigenous parts of the world using the ancient healing, right? Okay. So my cousin is from there, and he's this healer, but I didn't know anything about him up until four years ago and four years ago i came back from Colombia, okay and i was just talking with my dad like hey dad like i went here i had all these fruits and i was sharing how much more interested i am in health and wellness now and he was like you got a cousin in saint lucia who's like the master at this right <laughs> so he brought me upstairs showed me my cousin's book and was like yeah he like he's got all the knowledge right yeah and so that's how I first found out about my cousin who was in St. Lucia. Okay. And then um, about three years ago, I got a call from my cousin that I grew up with in Calgary. Hmm. And he was like, yo, I'm in St. Lucia and I'm with my cousin. <laughs> I'm with Priest Kailash is his name. Okay. I'm with Priest Kailash. And like, he was just like hyping it up to me Priest so much. Priest Kailash. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so he was hyping it up to me so much and just wow. like showing me. Then I was like, I got to go. I got to go check it out because at this time I was doing a lot of learning myself right. and discovering and like, you know, just working on getting all that information and then embodying it. So I was on the search for teachers and mentors and, you know, people who are, can show me something. Right. And he was one. So then I'd watch his videos on YouTube for some time. And then I just ended up taking a flight. I had a little bit of time in my schedule. I took a flight 
ended up in St. Lucia. Ended up. And I washed ashore. <laughs> you know? And I was staying with my sister up in like the southern part of the island. Okay. And I couldn't get a hold of my cousin. I was like, like, ah, like, how you big know? is the island? It's probably like two hours you can drive top to bottom. Okay. So small. Okay. Right. I was like, I couldn't get a hold of him. I was like, I'm not going to see him. Wow. But I tried, you know, I tried. And then it was Sunday. I was just walking around. I left my phone at home because I'm like, there's no reason to have a phone really anyways. Right? Right, 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 right. And then I go to my aunt's house, his mother's house, and he called her and he was looking for me. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. And then that night I ended up on his TV show and then I went to his, his land, <laughs> which is a rejuvenation center where we host our retreats. Uh, so I got this experience where I went through this for four or five days myself. And I was like, man, I want to share this with others. Like, right, that's really right, it. Right, 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 I had right, the greatest right, right. time on my own. I was like, you know, this is something that the world needs to see. And I was like really aware of, you know, when, I, when you find something of value, you really want to share it. And I'm really aware of how we as humans, we don't want to show love while the thing is like while the person is alive mm. or if no one else is showing love we're gonna wait or we're gonna wait till they're gone or we're gonna wait until other hype brings it up i was like no we gotta do it love it now and then yeah so that was just my mission my my focus and a couple years later we hosted three retreats now wow. and yeah so so i'm curious on, on what that what that experience was for you like when you when you went there obviously there's a family connection but when you went there what was your experience like what was that about it's <laughs> to put it in to put it in context there's a lot of talk about rastas and rastafari yeah. right but we don't really know that there's a lot of different sects or houses yeah. in the in the the tradition right? Right, 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 right so my cousin is from the bobo shanti order Damn. And they're like the strictest of the strict. Damn. So, for example, they don't eat mangoes because no. the energy of it is lustful. No. Right? They Mango, don't mango's eat, my favorite fruit. You know, me too, right? <laughs> oh, no. So they don't eat cucumbers because it's a vine and it's parasitic. It holds on to things, wow. right? So they're like the strictest, strictest. So They don't eat cucumbers because it's a vine? Yeah, like oh, anything that's a vine. So no squash, no passion fruit. No, like anything that's wow. a vine, they don't eat it. So it was like a shock to me of like experiencing this culture. And I went there the night and my cousin came to me at the, like at the bottom of the hill. It's like so dark. He lives at the top. <laughs> he came to the bottom and he just asked me like, you want to make money or do you want to heal people? Wow. And then I was like, I want to heal people. Yeah. Right. Then he's like, well, if you want to heal people, you got to make money <laughs> because the, the more good you want to do, the more money you're going to need to be able to maneuver and get through the barriers that are going to come into your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it was basically like Damn. those next couple of days were like a mini boot camp and to like getting me into the mindset, tuning me into the energy and the vibes that they have going on out there. And yeah, really just taking it all in. The way, the way of thinking. The way of thinking, right, yeah, right, like right, even right, right. the food, how they cook, they have children, so like how they interact with the children, just learning so much from the children themselves. Right. And yeah, just really taking it all in and doing the detox myself. Mm. So I did his detox program mm. for the first time when I was out there, and there's mm. something called the free up laxative. <laughs> and I was, I was in St. Lucia for like a five or six days 
up until going to that, that point uh, to the, that mountain right and i was basically just eating fruits like light lots of mangoes so clean and, you know <laughs> there's so many mangoes and i go there and i take this laxative and there's so much coming out of me i'm like it opened my eyes of like yeah. how much junk do we have you stored hold. in us from previous life toxic you know so yeah. that would really just open up my eyes of how much toxins and how much we're holding in us that you that's know that's crazy okay mm -hmm. so so it, it's so they're teaching they're teaching a way of life they're teaching a way of interacting with the things around you they're teaching mm -hmm. a nature like there's human nature but then there's the nature of humans and different humans have specific natures to their cultures and mm -hmm. some are you know, some, you know, they, they just vary in their methodologies, right? And, yeah. and how they interact with the world around them. And and so in this religion, this way of thinking, so this retreat is both health and wellness in that you're, it's a detoxification, yeah. you know, and, and it's a it kind of implementing new, I don't want to say like nutrition systems or anything like that, mm -hmm. but just a new way of thinking about food, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, and then, but it's also teaching a new way of interacting with the things around you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm really interested. You said they have a certain way of like dealing with kids, a certain way yeah. of dealing with food preparation, a certain way of like, like expand on that. I'm so curious about that. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting to me to see and observe cultures. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like every time I go out there, I still learn, yeah, 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 yeah. but it's like, so for example, they don't say kids, they say children, mm. right? Because a kid is a, is a baby goat right okay so they're just really intentional with the words that they use it so it's not hello for example they're not going to say hello they're going to say blessed love right they're not gonna say like even thank you right give thanks like give thanks because it's not you it's our co-creation of us coming together that made it happen one, yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah, so yeah, it's not yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. there's no you it's i and i you know so right. there's on that level and then just like a level of intention that is unmatched, like, for example, of like when you're like blessing your water, okay. right? Before you, you feast and like using the word feast, for example, is like right, that. Right, right. mindful of the colors. If you ever prepare or touch food to be like thinking love, 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 you right, know, right. charging that intention. food up, right? Yeah. And for example, my cousin, he won't eat after certain people that he doesn't know wow. like he won't eat if they cooked <laughs> so wow. on the retreat he was like i would allow y'all to come in uh, we we're doing coconut milk right you have to hand squeeze the coconut milk he's like i would say you can come up and do it but i'm gonna have some of this so i'm not gonna <laughs> i don't want you to come and drink uh, to make it <laughs> so like just the next level of intention and just aware of that energy and that's crazy i've ex Next i've experienced that before and i took it the wrong way mm -hmm. i experienced that in haiti one time when mm -hmm. someone was preparing food yeah and they literally like they made too much food mm -hmm. and it was for 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 me and my uncle and they're like no they're not going to eat after you because they don't trust you mm -hmm. and i was like what are you talking about yeah but that's exactly what it is you know mm -hmm. i'm saying that's exactly what it is like they, they don't understand the relationship. They don't know that it comes from a place of love. Exactly. Right? It's like, and it's like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I love that, that level of intention. Mm -hmm. So there's an interaction with the food. There's an interaction with language. Mm -hmm. Hello. Wow. Never <laughs> thought about that. And now I'm tripping. <laughs> no what, do I, what do I do now? You know? Hey, I don't know if I'm feeling hey. <laughs> Hi. seems a little, it's a little distant. I like to be a little warmer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you greet people? <laughs> greetings, my friend. No. You know, it's like it's greetings. That's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. 
Damn. Okay. So then the language is different. At that right is there's like in meditation they call it like a pause, like that sacred pause before you react. Right. Of course. So with this language, there's like a pause built into your lifestyle by the language that you utilize. Wow. So for example, if I'm saying blessed love mm. as a greeting. Right, blessed love. I'm saying bless love. That's pausing me. So if I were to interact with someone and I felt some kind of hatred or anger, disgust, dislike, once I say blessed love, I like whoa. That doesn't match. Those frequencies don't match. Right, right, so right, then I right, either right. gotta be able to lie to myself or like, no, it's not a blessed love, but keep going, <laughs> or I gotta like get in tune. You know. Yeah. So I find you that, have to make a conscious choice. Yes, rather so than a reaction. Choice, yeah. Yeah, mm. man. I mean, between the between the stim, stimulus and the reaction lies our life, right? It's yeah. it's between that is where we make every decision, mm -hmm. and, and that's how we that's how we interact with the world around us, man. That's yeah. so crazy. So within that's crazy. What was I listening to? Was it today? I was listening to a guided meditation that was like, you need the world hardens us, like the the our environments tend to act like a freezer and we become mm -hmm. like ice, we become rigid, we become stuck in our ways yeah. and, and, we, and we're not, we're not water, we're not fluid, we're not steam, we're not energy, you know, in this weird way. And, and they were talking about how you need to find cues in the world mm -hmm. to like uh, create a pause. Yeah. Whenever, so, so whether it's hearing like laughter or, you know, seeing uh, a stoplight go from, you know, uh, yellow to red or, mm -hmm. you know, hearing a door creak, you know, there's like little very distinct things that you can then create a pause yeah. and like literally remember to breathe because mm -hmm. we forget to breathe all the time. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I love that stuff. Like that's that you need, mm -hmm. you need sit like I'm a, so I'm at this weird intersection of like spirituality and and philosophy yeah and the, but i'm like I'm, i need some tactical to this yeah <laughs> and so i love that type of stuff like, hey we'll mm -hmm. build systems to be mindful i'm like yeah there we go now we're no. talking my friend mm -hmm. that's what's up so so that's beautiful you said a kid is a goat you a said kid, kid is a game is, is a, a baby, baby goat. goat yeah and they call their their children 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 yeah right and they're like if my cousin my or my little cousin her name is Shekinah, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. But if I were to call her Shekinah, she'd be like, it's Princess Shekinah, <laughs> right? Because the, the children are princes and princesses. Wow. <laughs> you know, so you you have this built in where 100%. you speak to them as royalty. 100%. So if you believe that you're amongst royalty, you act different. Absolutely. Right? So then if you're always around royalty, then you're just going to act different. And this is a system. Basically, the system of mindfulness, as you speak of, yeah. is what they're teaching just yeah. through their lifestyle. And it's really up to us, up to myself to look at it and to put that more tactical approach to it as opposed to just being like, oh, it's just some spirituality. <laughs> right, you know, right, like, right. Wishy-washy, whatever, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. creating that pause or yeah. it's just creating that system. You know, that's crazy because I mean, um, that's one of the biggest issues with poverty is that we, we all loop this back in, but we, we believe we're second class citizens, right? You know, mm -hmm. we're like, oh, I don't know, like that, that's them. This mm -hmm. is us, which creates, you know, polarity, which creates isolation, which creates all these negative things. Right. And that's because a lot of the time we grow up thinking again, like I am, oh, I'm from the third world. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm, 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 I'm Haitian. I'm, well, I'm Indian or like I'm Vietnamese or whatever it may be. And that mm -hmm. you, you're, you've imprisoned your, yourself in a way, like you, your environment, you've adapted a mindset of your environment, which has imprisoned you. Right. Yeah. And 
so I love that. Like I love that being like, now nah, you're it's it's your it's your birthright in a way, you know, mm -hmm. to like bring light and have that level of like, because being a prince or being a princess, that's not just being royalty. That's also like responsibility. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. that. That's, and that's like. That's everything you should teach kids. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful, and I love I love your little example of like, uh, -uh yeah. it's princess. Yeah, yeah, she'll chuck you, you know, because she she knows herself, right? No, she knows course. she's a princess. So don't play me, <laughs> don't play me, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. So mm -hmm. I, I really want to get into the um, the you said there was a, a detox and and how they kind of go through and use laxative and do a cleansing. Can you dive mm -hmm. into that from like the nutrition standpoint of the retreat and what's yeah. going on there? Yeah, so. <coughs> he, this is a product that he's created probably about 15, 16 years ago. Okay. And he was in med school and he was going to be a doctor, finish up med school mm. and was going to take that exam to get licensed. And he's like, no, wow. like I'm not going to take the oath and take the exam because all that I've learned in university in med school is what my grandma used to tell me up in the village, up in the mountain. Yeah. So then he's like, no, I got to bring it to what my origin is because now I just have validation of all that we were taught growing up. Right, 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 right. So, um, yeah, so he has the system and he created that whole system and it's six bottles that we take. And Whoa. yeah, but it starts off with the colon cleanse or the laxative Okay. because the, the colon feeds all your other organs, like okay. your, your colon your nutrients or toxins get absorbed into your bloodstream, mm. into the like the liver as it's cleansing the kidney, same mm. thing. Mm. So what we do is first we detox and cleanse the colon, right? And then after that, clean colon, then we start to cleanse the rest of the physical structure mm. from the, the organ, blood detox, the respiratory system, circulatory Whoa. system, Whoa. yeah, the blood regulator. And we go into all those different aspects, and it's just systematically detoxifying uh, someone's body. Beautiful. As like a complex system, like yeah, yeah. when you think of a juice cleanse, like oh yeah, juice, like just start drinking juice and you're cleansed. <laughs> it's like no, like it it's doesn't not, work like that. How it works, my friend. You know, so it's a little bit more of a like a systematized detox cleanse. Crazy. And yeah, along with that, we have the food that we eat on the retreat mm. that is coming from the land and is also in line with allowing you to feel at your best and keeping light, mm -hmm, really, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. No heavy mm -hmm. foods. The, like they call, um, they even call mangoes like hot foods, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. it, it's very... I love mango so much, man. I was so, I was so, so, so mad when I heard that. Um, so what, what, when you say keeping light, mm -hmm. you know, I wonder all the time. So obviously it's natural foods. Obviously it's from the ground. Obviously mm -hmm. if it's meat or whatever, it's raised or if it's farmed, mm -hmm. you know, there, what, what are those foods? How do they think about, you know, specifically there in that region? How do they think about like, we have this really weird concept of like three meals a day and you mm -hmm. eat here here and here and your body mm -hmm. never really gets a chance to rest and all this yeah. different type of stuff and we'll go into it but how do they think about like feeding structure how what type of foods are you eating mm -hmm. like this stuff is so interesting yeah well for the main thing it's it's plant-based right. so no flesh no meat no cheese dairy mm -hmm. any mm -hmm. of that right mm -hmm. and then beyond that is local so eating the food that's around you in your area mm -hmm. and preferably like you grow it yourself. Like that's something that I am going for is like being able to grow more of my food. Yeah, yeah. So that's like sort of the basics. Mm. <clears throat> and then the structure around how they eat 
is basically dinner is a soup, like a liquid soup. Okay. So blended, really light, or like a something really light, sea right. moss porridge, something light. Gotcha. Lunch is more of what we would have as a dinner, where you yeah. get your beans, your rice, your Whatever, salad, yeah. you know, yeah, all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. And then breakfast is light again, like sea moss porridge. Got it. Um, like cocoa tea, which is my favorite. Nice, nice, nice. And nice. Um, yeah, so it's um, basically one solid meal a day yeah. or feast a day and then two lighter around that. Beautiful. And then just mindful though. Like at the end of the day, the main thing is just mindful. So when you Come to sit in front of the food, not just looking at your food as like calories. Like, oh, does this fit my macros? You know, like <laughs> none of that. Like, oh, it fits my macros, you know? Yeah. And what the focus is, is like, does this help me in tune, like line up my chakras? Like, right, right, is this right. feeding my heart? Is this feeding my mind? Like, how is this making me on more than just that physical level? Right. And then also, how is it helping me on the physical? But yeah. also just having an intention and being able to sit in front of your food and just give thanks. Hmm. You know, even if it's not the most ideal food that you want to be eating, at that time, just give thanks for it. Food. You know, just be grateful. It's food, my friend. And I think that's the main aspect of it. It's just gratitude and just showing love. Because yeah. you made the choice to be there, mm. right? If you don't like it, then you could make a choice to go somewhere else. But right. while you're there, <laughs> enjoy it. Well, like, yeah, you, I mean, joy. be 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 grateful for the 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 choices that you make. Mm -hmm. I mean, regardless of the the choices, that doesn't matter. Like, like it, it doesn't have meaning. You just assign meaning to it. So, yeah. you, if you have the choice to assign the meaning, assign the meaning. Mm -hmm. You know, it's gonna make you happy and bring joy, right? I mean, yeah. it's like eating is such a like we ha we live in such a gluttonous culture, you know, and and it's crazy to see what is ballooned to pun intended, you know, and there's a practice. When I look at my food, like for instance, I'm like, on a honestly on a little bit of a lighter level, I just look at the food in front of me and I go, is this is this adding or subtracting? Mm. You know, like, and that's like as, as simple as it gets for me. And like, yeah. you can intuitively know, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm not an MD, but I, I can intuitively know with the food in front of me, it's just adding or subtracting, right? Yeah. And it doesn't. A lot of times, mm. like your intuition is right. Trust your gut. Like your mm -hmm. gut's got neurons in it, bro. Like it's got, it's got a brain of its own. Trust oh, it. Yeah. You know, and and you can you can see what part. A lot of the times when I started thinking with my brain about food, mm -hmm. you know, like my carb addiction or my sugar addiction will start coming and I go, no, 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 no. Like, like think with, think with your belly, you know, mm -hmm. in a real way. Cause that it knows in this weird intuitive way that I don't think we really understand yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and back to your point about the gratitude pra uh, practice, like, man, <laughs> food is, you know, probably the second, second most essential thing to life behind water. Mm -hmm. Right. And yet, we're just so far disconnected from what we take it for granted constantly. So yeah. like, I think a lot of people are like, well, I want to be grateful for the world around me. It's like, start with your food, man. Start with your water, yeah. you know, like I got, I, got a, I got a leader right here. Like mm -hmm. I'm big time right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. like, so like, that's super important. Um, from a, from a spiritual, I know I'm spent a lot of time on this, but I'm really interested from like a spiritual um, so you got the language, you got the food, how do they interact? Can you talk to me about the Rastafarian like religion and specifically what, what was it, what, what he practiced specifically? Bobo Shanti. Bobo Shanti. Yeah. Gangster, bro. Gangster. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, so like, what is that about? Um, because that seems like it's taken a lot of like mindfulness and holistic way of thinking, but to the max, I mean, yeah. 
what you're saying about you know cucumbers being a vine like i understand that mm -hmm. you know vines do hold on to things like mm -hmm. a lot of vines are strangle vines they kill trees and stuff yeah. and i understand the energy that's around that but that might seem really radical to a lot of people mm -hmm. can you dive into that way of thinking a little bit yeah so one i feel it's important to mention that it is radical yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. because they're a priest order so you go from prince to prophet to priest Right. So not anyone just becomes a priest, you know. So if you're going in the priesthood, there are certain things that you just don't do. Right. There are certain energies, there are certain standards that you have for yourself. Mm. So it's important to realize like it's extreme and it's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I go there, I eat the mangoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I go there, I eat the mangoes, I eat the cucumbers right. because I have a certain philosophy for my life right. that I have to live by. That yeah, I have yeah, to go yeah. off of and I can't look at them and follow, right? Yeah. So a big thing about what we're doing and what they do is like, you got to love yourself and know yourself and let that be the guide. So right, right, I would right, look right, at right. that as like kind of like the baseline of all that they do is self-love and knowledge of self and just showing that kind of love. Yeah. It's all the way back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the way back there. You want to get it? Thanks, bro. I was like, I was about to text Kev. I was like looking around and shit. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> My God. Um, I was like, uh oh, you were on a tangent too. I was like, this is gold. I want to interrupt him. Interrupt him. Um, yeah. It's ultimate, it's ultimate, it's, it's ultimately what's for you. Yeah. And you, ha you have the, as a human, you have the responsibility to know yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's that self love and yeah, just knowing that and honoring that. But then they live off of the Bible. So oh what they what? eat, yeah, what they eat is, coming from the scriptures, they sing hymns, wow. they, um, they, like the way they dress is off the Bible. So they really live off the Bible, but it's not like they, Crazy. they live off the Bible, but then they believe we're all gods. You know what I mean? So, so when you say the Bible, you mean like New Testament, Old Testament? What are you talking about? I'm pretty sure it's the Old Testament. The Old Testament? Yeah, I'm quite sure it's the Old Testament. Wow. But they live off the Bible. Yeah. That's and crazy. Yeah. I I didn't even I didn't know that mm -hmm. at all. And I, they interpret it their own way, hmm. but it's those are the words that they utilize to guide a lot of what wow. they do. So that's interesting for me. That's, that's crazy, right? So then when you speak, he shares a lot about Bible stories mm, mm. with the with his teachings. And it's not to teach Christianity or to teach Rastafari, but it's just using a story, using an example. So they pull from the Bible as an example for a lot of the things. Um, yeah, it's 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 all it's all commentary. Yeah, like a lot of that is commentary. Like that's that's why this podcast exists is to tell stories. Mm -hmm. that's, that, that's how that's the best way in which humans communicate. That's how we've evolved over yeah. you know uh, tens of thousands of years. Right. That's that's in our DNA. I love that. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know, agnostic. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I am, man. I see, I see the beauty in a lot of religions. I see the mm -hmm. gift in a lot of religions. And, um, and I don't, I, I, I really like the analogy you said of just like using these things as examples. Use mm -hmm. the story of David and Goliath as a, as yeah. an example. Use the story of Joseph as an example. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing to come off of mm -hmm. versus having this rigid way of thinking around this is a set of rules and here are the sub rules and yeah. here are the bylaws of this religion. I don't, I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. Yeah. And, I, and I say, I don't know, 
in a, in a true sense because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I I suspect having a more open and mindful interpretation of it as that is is probably the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, how do they think about the natural world around them? How what's their interpretation of that in their relationship with nature? That energy is the the livity. Right. Is like that energy that flows through all things. Yeah. So it's the honoring of the plants and honoring of the animals as they are divine beings. Mm. So for example, the one thing my cousin will mention is like, like, don't look at the plant as if um it's doing you a favor or like you're doing it a favor by taking it. Right. It's doing you a favor by giving its life for you to consume it. Right, right, right. So right, right. looking at the plants and when you pick plants, right? When we go harvest on our herbal tour, wow. we'll take a plant and we'll say, oh, give thanks. Mm. You'll bless the plant and honor it for allowing you to take from it and to blessing it. So when you do intake it, it becomes one with you, mm. right? So it's a lot of honoring and a lot of love and intention, just like it would be with humans. Right. Same with plants, same with, with animals, same with just the earth and the, the rain, the fire, like the elements. Yeah, because it's one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's one. Yeah, so it's poet. That's crazy. You know, that, that, you know, everyone heard Bob Marley say, you know, one love, but I don't think people would understand the depth of that. Like, for instance, like if it is truly one love, if it's one energy, if it's one spirit, if it's one earth, if it's one planet, if it's one species, one energy, if that is true, um, you know, which the world around us will indicate it. And now science is starting to actually illuminate the fact that these mm-hmm. things are actually all connected yeah. um, through, you know, largely electricity um, mm-hmm. and, and energy. So throughout all this, if we are all are one, like why don't we treat even in our day-to-day lives here in Vancouver and our extremely privileged lives here in Vancouver, you know, like for us mm-hmm. even to do another favor to another human being, you know, like regardless of whether what it is, whether it's picking up someone who dropped their phone or whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, inviting someone in to your home for dinner or whatever, me helping you is the exact same as me helping me. It's literally, there is no difference. Mm-hmm. By me treating you better, I'm literally just treating myself better. Mm-hmm. And when you really start to extrapolate that, those two little words, one love, like really out into like a way of thinking and a way of living, mm-hmm. it change your whole perspective on literally everything. The way yeah. you interact with material objects, non-material objects just mm-hmm. changes. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I spent a lot of time thinking about it. It's, it's wild. <coughs> um, it's wild. So... Okay, I love it. So the retreats are crazy now. I just wanted he- to touch on the one go, thing go, go. The one love. One love. Um, it's interesting because we look at ourselves as privileged, right? Right. right. But I have like a almost like a different outlook oh, on shit. that privilege, yeah. right? Because a scarcity mindset is a scarcity mindset. It doesn't matter where you are. Scarcity mindset is a scarcity mindset, right? right? right. And it's interesting because I lived in Colombia in Bogota, like. Oh, shit not the best place to be right <laughs> oh don't take the wrong turn don't take the wrong bus you're gonna or be, whatever yeah like, you just don't walk there it doesn't matter if you're with police just don't walk there right and those people were so happy and they were so like so giving and so grateful yeah. right yeah. and then vancouver not so much so scarcity mindset is a scarcity mindset regardless mm-hmm. and that's why i was like touching at the beginning abundance now because mm. like i'm just seeing how like it doesn't matter 
what we have in this life, if we're in that scarcity mindset, we're poor, we're in poverty. It doesn't matter. Like the more abundance that I got into my life in this past year, the more scarcity came into my life and the more it exposed scarcity and people around me, you know, who were actually benefiting off of the abundance that I brought forward. But, you know, the scarcity mindset puts them into that, that poverty. That's crazy. Did you, uh, you, you know, you, like you know, Dave Chappelle. You Dave Chappelle fan? Yeah, I'm a big Dave Chappelle yeah. fan. Like, um, he's, he he had a bit about um, being poor. Did mm-hmm. do you remember? Did you see that at all? I'm I'm not gonna like not even try. But the the premise of of his bit was, you know, as a kid he was he was poor, you know, mm-hmm. and and he's like. You know, he's getting made fun of at school because he was poor and all this type of stuff. And he goes back to his dad and he's like, Dad, I hate being poor. Like, this sucks. Like, I want, Mm. you know, I want jeans that aren't ripped. Like, I want that food. I want those sneakers. Like, this Mm. sucks. And he's like, son, we are not poor. We are broke. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Poor is a state of mind. Yes. Broke just relates to your pocketbook. Mm -hmm. And, And that is like... A lot of people will never be financially rich because you are forever poor. Yeah. You know, like when we're born into poverty and that's mm-hmm. a state of mind that is like multi, 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 multi-generational, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's that's a beautiful thing. And I think you can be poor in scarcity mindset like as it relates to food, as it relates to money, as it relates to time. Like yeah. time is abundant, my friend. Yeah. Time is motherfucking abundant, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. and and human connection is abundant and all these things are abundant, but again, like it's it's societal conditioning over and over and over again. It's like really sad. It's sad. <laughs> it's like, like really sad. I had to have a conversation with one of my homies the other day. Oh yeah. Of just letting him know of like it doesn't matter how hard, how difficult the situation gets, right. we can never allow those difficulties to inter get in between us mm. and get in between the relationships mm. because things are going to go up and down, but we cannot let those up and downs dictate how we interact with each other. Mm. And we have to stay in that abundance mindset really and truly, mm-hmm. you know? That's the meaning of perseverance, mm-hmm. you know? Like, don't let a situation break you you know, there's broken people in the mm-hmm. world that remain broken. <laughs> so, you know, healing that is is beautiful, man. Yeah, paradigm is everything. Big time. It's crazy. Big time. It's um yeah, I, I had a moment of revelation recently where I was like mad. This was funny. This is a very immature thing, but this was mm-hmm. funny. I was like, I was just walking down the street and I realized I was like, damn, Joss, you got happy before you got rich. And I was pissed, <laughs> you know, I was like, what is all this shit? Yeah. You know, like, what is, what is all this narrative? I was like, oh, oh it's all, it's all BS. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and I was like really mad about it for a while. I was yeah. like, I spent my whole life, uh-huh. you know? And then, and then when you really do the work and you figure it out and you continue to go down the path and try to, to, to learn as much you can about the world around you, you might just stumble upon the fact that, Happiness doesn't have a price tag, my man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy shit. Yeah, it's crazy shit. Um, yeah, man. What the hell is this? <laughs> Let's pivot. Let's pivot. Let's pivot. You're a basketball dude. Let's pivot. You know? What the heck is Irish sea moss, my friend? This is some of the most radical stuff. People, whether it's like 
professional athletes or whether you know it's the guy down the block is cooking up some sea moss smoothies yeah. porridge <laughs> stews what is this stuff yeah it's a it's a seaweed that comes out of the ocean and i get mine from saint lucia right and what it is is like we know the benefits of a lot of seaweed mm. and even if you're talking about um anything that comes out of the ocean like as re regards to fish like when i was eating meat i would look at fish as like a superior form like so good for me like i had <laughs> that feeling right 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 and right. same with seaweed like seaweed has a lot of amazing benefits for us mm. but the thing about seaweed is it tastes horrible like, <laughs> you know what i mean like you don't want to put seaweed in smoothies like, i know what you're saying really and truly right I know what you're saying so the thing about irish sea moss that i think is like the thing that makes it so blessed is it has like all those minerals from the ocean all that goodness from the ocean mm. but it doesn't have that ocean taste got it so then you're able to utilize it in different recipes and it doesn't have the taste of the ocean. And it also affects the texture of what you're cooking. Mm. So it turns into a gel. Mm. And it's like the big thing is like, um, I don't even think of it right now because I'm so far removed from like popular um, <laughs> okay. like nutrition. Um, bone, what's that? Bone broth. Bone broth, yeah, yeah. Bone yeah. broth, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're talking about gelatin and collagen. There collagen, you go. Collagen, yeah, yeah. So everyone's talking about collagen, 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 right? Well, this is like the plant-based natural collagen because mm. it has the minerals that are required for your physical to produce collagen. It has mm. in there. And it's like collagen is like that gelatinous texture. Gelatinous. Yeah. What a word. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so then it has that in it. So then like it's popular in the raw vegan community for making right. like different desserts and thickens different recipes. So what's, it's the just taste, like, what's it taste like? It doesn't taste like anything. It doesn't like, taste like anything? No, it's so um, neutral wow. flavored that wow. like you can have it in like the sweetest dessert mm. and you wouldn't think that there's like a, a bunch of seaweed in there, you know? So is it like if I'm doing this and I'm like, all right, like is this is this fats is this carb is this fiber is this what is this i, I, I never eat seaweed yeah. so i don't know it's minerals it's minerals it's right? minerals yeah it's minerals. so it's, it's mainly minerals got it so when we look at calories the fats uh, carbohydrates or proteins right. those are more of like the building blocks of your your body or like the energy right, right? the the fuel you could say but then minerals are like the frame of the car Okay. Like it's actually yeah. minerals are metal, like iron, you know, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's metal. So the minerals are what, you know, builds your bones, your hair, your skin. Cool. So it's full of minerals. So those things that not many people talk about right, that right, like right, right, right. you need energy, let's have more carbs or caffeine. Yeah. But then you don't realize you need like magnesium mm. in order to produce any form of energy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's highlighting the importance of minerals. And then there's also a... A long chain polysaccharide, which you lost me there, bro. Which, I was on the same page, and then you which, just lost me. In like the simplest terms, is like a slow release energy. Okay, so it doesn't spike your energy. Like, yeah, let's go, like okay. that hype. But it just allows you to feel satiated and full right. and energized for like a longer amount of time. Right. So like a fast source energy, like a ketone or something like that. I don't know. It's a carbohydrate. It's a carbohydrate. Yeah, okay. but it's a Crazy. long form, like a long version right, of like it, so um, it takes a longer time oats oats are oats are a long uh, a long release carbohydrate it's slow it's 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 like a little yeah. bit more complex carb. more complex carb. yeah okay, got it yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. then people have that for like they feel full for longer, for longer yeah, you yeah. know what i mean they just feel satisfied for longer so 
it helps with a lot of people wanting to lose weight right. because it's not re- like holding back your appetite because right. you're actually getting a lot of the minerals that you need, but right. you just don't, f- you're not that hungry. You don't right, need right, right, because right, right. it gives you a lot, you know? So Right. And it's not, I mean, a lot of things, most things in our society that make us feel full are, you know, not the healthiest for us, yeah. right? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Metabolic function is is quintessential to life like literally like whether like everything that we die from whether it's like heart disease or like diabetes or alzheimer's or brain disease whatever it is like literally all stem like stems from like the mitochondria and metabolic function function is very simple yeah you know like it's the it's the keystone to like our entire body like Mm -hmm. take care of yourself and you're like oh what are you doing like i'm eating foods for my mitochondria it's like what (laughs) (laughs) like that's not a thing um at all so what what within the the CMOS realm i don't, you're the you're the only person i ever heard talk about this yeah. you know until like maybe a year ago i saw a couple nba guys do it and mm-hmm. stuff like that and they started like posting and stuff i'm not super toned in tuned in on the social so i might miss yeah. it and whatnot mm-hmm. but like why is it's not popularized like you're you're the only one out here <laughs> you know what's with that well it is getting more popular. As you said, like a lot of different artists, even like Meek Mill was posting about CMOS. Meek Mill was on the CMOS yeah, train? That was crazy. Like, he's like, I, I'm feeling so much smarter these days. Maybe it's the CMOS. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's definitely getting there. Like Kim Kardashian was posting oh my about it, you know? Oh, damn. And so it's like, it's getting out there. It's crazy. But like, it's still super niche and low key. Right. Why that is. I'm not sure, to be honest. Like, I don't know why, but I'm happy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm happy to, to be yeah, yeah. in it at the time that I'm in it. Yeah. And to be like being like one of the originators of how it's being presented to market. Amazing. Yeah, because up until now, like if you were to try and buy CMOS, it would be like you're buying from a dealer. Yeah. Like around the block. Like, yeah, yeah. Super yeah, kind yeah. of sketchy, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. I'm coming into this industry and like people are so used to like buying off of sketchy people and sketchy websites. And you're like, hey, what's going on? I got your CMOS. <laughs> you what's what going I mean? on? Blessings, blessings. What's bless, up? Bless, bless, bless. <laughs> like this guy's the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, I don't know why, but it's, I'm happy. <laughs> so, so what is a bag, what does a bag like this cost? How much is this? Is this like, is this like, I don't, what does this cost? That's about $30. Okay, so uh, solid. This is yeah. solid right here. Yeah, $30. That'll last at least six weeks. Okay. Um, if not more. And yeah, what you'll soak that and it turns into a gel. Okay, got it. <laughs> so got it, got that it, got right it, there, it. if you put it in water, it's going to expand like five times. Got it. Know? This is dried. Yeah, that's dried. Cool. And it's just something I love about food is like, it's like, I don't really like to have the powders and pills too much. Got it. Just because it doesn't look alive to me. It doesn't look that good to it's me. It's not alive, my friend. You know? <laughs> so then when I rehydrate the sea moss, it feels good of like, you nah, know, yeah, bringing yeah, it back yeah, to yeah. life. <laughs> 100%. You can't bring, you know, magnesium pills back to life. You can't you bring know? vitamin D back to life. Yeah. You know, like it's just not, it's not something. And, and it's been proven. Like you can't, if you, if you, your body was not built to absorb nutrients from pills your mm-hmm. body was built to absorb nutrients from foods yeah shocker you know? <laughs> you know, like, a lot of like modern science around nutrition is just like yeah you should really just grow it and eat it mm-hmm. and everyone's like whoa, 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 whoa. Like, hold on like, what about the pesticides what about the pesticides yeah um so with all that said how, how do you think about food how are you eating now what's mm-hmm. your so i mean you for those that don't know maybe you can like give, give a little bit of background on your athletic story mm-hmm. and 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 how you came into thinking about health and wellness right now mm-hmm. but i ultimately want to lead up to like 
cool. How are you, how are you treating fueling your body here now today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. So my whole upbringing, I was a basketball player. Got it. So when you look at, we ask like, who's Akeem? Akeem's a basketball player. He's like, a hooper. I am a hooper. I, ball is life. Like yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, all yeah. built in, right? Calgary, right? Yeah, in yeah, Calgary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was a basketball player. Everything I did was to get me to become a better basketball player yeah. in all aspects of my life. So yeah, anything I did was trying to get me better basketball. And then it was successful. You know, like I was successful at it. It was getting the benefits and all the the positive feedback from the people around me and just society as a whole. Dope. So I kept going with it. And then I was in university. And where's your university? I went to UBC. Oh no way! Crazy. Yeah. So like in my first week of going to UBC, I was the the rookie. I was the only rookie. So yeah. I was the one that they got to go do everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I came to practice late because I had to go to this one event and. I just warmed up really quickly and got on the court and then I hurt my knee, right? So then I was out. Basically for the next three years, I was out. Crazy. Right? I, I couldn't play for more than a couple days so, straight. So, so what, what happened to your knee? It was tendinitis, tendinopathy, oh, right? Shit, but yeah. tendinitis is like usually like a chronic injury, right? But mine was chronic. I had it, but then I got a moment of like acute, wow. right? So then it was like, it was hectic. Crazy. Um, but so those next three years, I basically had to like question a lot about what I believed everything. was valuable, like everything, you know, yeah. okay, I can't play basketball now. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Identity right? dissolution. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So then throughout that process, um, I started to awaken more to like my power as an individual <coughs> and just as like a, as a human and still not thinking about food, none of that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went to a transferred schools after those three years. And the university I went to, my basketball coach was, he was like pasta and meat sauce. Like before every game, pasta and meat sauce, pasta and meat sauce, right? Every game I was sick. Yeah. Like every game without yeah. fail, yeah. halftime I was heavy, end of the game I was like about to throw up, yeah. right? So then it had me questioning things and like, Hey, I'm supposed to be like the number, like the top athlete. Yeah. We're supposed to be the top athletes in the country, yeah. but like I can't even wake up feeling good. I feel or I terrible. You know, yeah. I feel horrible. Yeah. And then at that time, like just had a hard time putting on my socks. What, what, what year was this? What year was this? That was my fourth year. Okay. So, yeah. so like 20, what? 20? 20. 21, 22. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool, cool. Got it. And then, um, so I was like just feeling terrible and then started to do my research looking into it. And then over time, I like saw hemp seeds. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a protein. This is like something that can provide me with these nutrients. And I tried it. It's like, wow, like yeah. made me feel full. Like, that was like my only marker of like, oh, I feel full. Yeah, like, this is good. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> and this protein, good. Yeah. Right. So that was the first thing that opened my eyes to um, alternative foods, right? Hemp seeds, alternative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> hemp seeds, you yeah. know? Hey, it's legit. Yeah. Yes. Hemp seeds was the, the main thing. Yeah. And then during that time as well, I picked up a book and it was basically a book about inner, it was called Inner Excellence and it was about high performance sports and leadership, Mm. but it was like the mindfulness perspective. Wow. Yeah. So it was super interesting, Mm. but it had me doing like certain things of like sitting down and breathing and then imagining myself floating up and then seeing myself sitting down and seeing my house and then seeing 
it was like super like i was like out okay, there you know out there yeah but then it, it really benefited me on the basketball court mm. and it opened my eyes up started doing meditation and just daily meditations mm. and then i just like started to okay let me just see how this food makes me feel and then this food experimentation yeah experimenting and then just from there i was like i was like wow like i live so much in the box my whole life mm. right in the gym like even in the oh box. i got you like, in the box of a i gym. was so much yeah. in the box yeah. my mind was in a box right, right, right so right. then after i got awakened to hemp seeds and whatever like meditation and alan watts and buddhism yeah, yeah, then i started yeah. to just look at my life and look at the different areas of my life and ask myself like is this in line with where i want to be mm. is this in line with me becoming the greatest version of myself mm. And I basically just looked and analyzed all the different areas of my life. And something I continually do is like, is this in line with my goals, my beliefs and visions of where I want to be? Mm. And then that shaped my whole path. And then that's my current outlook. That's how I still look at it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's beautiful, man. Like maybe speak a little bit to th there's a big activation that happens somewhere within maybe like your first, like, I'm going to say 50 meditations you know like there's a big act of, like i don't know where it is like it's mm -hmm. somewhere in there where you just like you have a moment of clarity and you're like oh tim ferris puts it really well and he's like it's like it's like being in the washing machine mm -hmm. versus stepping outside of the washing machine and looking at the washing machine mm -hmm. and like for a basketball player where you need to process you know an incredible amount of stimulating very very quickly mm -hmm. in order to be successful and make decisions very rapidly mm -hmm. slowing the game down is paramount especially for young players and most mm -hmm. players are young yeah um what happened for you when you started to kind of get into that realm, adopt a meditation practice? What actually happened? What the mm. actual benefits? Yeah. So my first meditation, I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> um, like I Googled meditation. <laughs> for like, sure, for sure, YouTube, for sure. And it was like some meditation video. Yeah. And it was a five minute meditation. YouTube is beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So I just sat there and I was doing my breathing. And then about a couple minutes into the meditation, my breath was really slow, right? And then it was like there was a pause between my inhale and my exhale. Mm. And I was like, I had the dialogue of like, this is weird. Like, you know, like, is this what's supposed to be happening? Right, right, and right, then right. they mentioned that in the video of like, you'll notice a space in between your breath. I was like, oh, I'm doing it, you know? <laughs> and it really like, that was like, so I felt like first meditation, I was in it. Really done. I was tuned in and I know this is the thing. Wow. Like, I'm best. I'm so good at it, you know? Because I felt it from that very first time, right? That's impressive. Mm -hmm. That's impressive, man. Yeah. So then what I would do is I would meditate in the hallways of school and I'd be like in wow. the hallway, classmates are walking by and I would just be sitting there and I could just feel so present, so quiet and so still. I was like, wow, this is amazing. You know, this is like my first weeks of meditating, right? And then um, I was in basketball practice um, and I'm just there. And this is meditation coupled with the mindset of the like forgetting what happened and staying in the present moment. Mm. So if I miss a shot, you know, mm. coming to the present and then. I would be the one who would get mad at myself for missing a shot. Oh, why'd you do that? Like why'd you miss that? Would. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So then with the meditation, it allowed me to present, be like, I'm a hundred percent, you know, like 100%. this is my best shot and this is it. I'm everything is Every perfect shot's right in. now. Every yeah. shot's in. You know, so I was able to 
leave this um, this mindset of judging myself before I even do anything mm. and be present. Mm. And that was something that like tangibly on the free throw line, oh. I was there and I just look and I'd be like just looking at the rim and just seeing the rim and just like, yeah, yeah, you know, and just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. oh. <laughs> just looking at my coach like yeah. yelling and making a fool out of himself and just looking at him and just be like like you're like in my head I'm like you don't even have an idea like you're just causing so much stress for yourself like like you're not getting any reaction out of me like nothing <laughs> you know what I mean like you can't touch me right now you yeah. don't understand yeah that's beautiful man yeah. good for you that's mm-hmm. crazy that it like for instance Dwight Howard, right? Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard, notorious. If you don't know basketball, Dwight Howard is notoriously bad free throw shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, notoriously good big man, all star, all this stuff, right? And he shoots, I don't know, fifty percent from the line or whatever, which is like you know good. And Steve Nash shooting ninety one percent from the line, right? Mm-hmm. And why do you think he can't shoot free throws? Is it because he doesn't practice free throws? No, that man shoots free throws right? all day long. Mm-hmm. It's something going on up here, right? Yeah. Like there's a there's a there's a mental mastery that hasn't been mastered yet, mm-hmm. and there's no there's no there's no it's no accident that the the best free throw shooters and the most focused players the calmest players mm-hmm. you know even if they even if they do draw on like a dark energy like a kobe or whatever like they're still focused and they're yeah. they're acute in their energy in ways that a lot of people don't understand man mm-hmm. good for you um for like getting into the first time for me I'm a really energetic person. I like mm. to like, I like to go, yeah. you know, I'm a bull in a China shop and all this type of stuff. And uh, some, some like mentors in my life were like, listen, shut up, sit down, mm-hmm. listen, here's some education on this. Cause I know you need to know how things work before you do them. Mm-hmm. And then you, you need to adopt this practice. And I probably did. It was probably, I say 50 cause mm-hmm. it was probably 50 sessions. Like mm-hmm. if sessions anywhere from like five to 10 minutes, and I don't do like music or anything like that. Like it's just complete silence for yeah. me. And uh, and I hated everyone, man. Everyone I was in my head. Everyone I was in my head. I was just mm-hmm. like, could not. They say like, count how many breaths that you can do, full in- inhale, full exhalation, mm-hmm. uh, without getting distracted. Yeah. And if you do, it's all good, non-judgment. Just come back to the breath. Mm-hmm. And and I can never get the non-judgment part down. You know? yeah. <laughs> and so I I despised like despise meditation mm-hmm. for like maybe a year mm-hmm. legit a year and that was maybe like five years ago now and yeah. like we're all good now we're all blessed now yeah. but it's just like that adaptation is really hard because i'm coming from like a construct and a paradigm of like you do things wrong that's bad you miss mm-hmm. a shot that's bad yeah you know you fuck up it's bad mm-hmm. versus like listen every failure is a blessing as we now know you mm-hmm. know and, and every every experience regardless of whether it's a failure or a success is a blessing and in that and so it's like now looking back on those 50 failed sessions, those failed air quotes mm-hmm. sessions, I like, I just, I light up, you know, like yeah. I got a big smile on my face right now. That's yeah. what, it's the most, that the learning experience is the most beautiful experience ever, mm-hmm. ever. And that's, I mean, that's probably why, that's probably a lot of what you loved as a basketball player, man, mm-hmm. is that learning experience, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, so let's go back. Injury happens. Um, you're now thinking about health and wellness in a different way. You're kind of looking around at the environment around you and you're like, hey, wait, wait, like, hold on. This doesn't, this isn't, this isn't aligning. This isn't mm-hmm. making sense. This isn't computing with what I feel is right. What I'm now reading is right mm-hmm. and all this stuff. So now you're at this point, you've adopted a meditation practice. You're starting to get aware of foods. 
what happens now? What happens to the knee? What happens to the basketball career? Mm -hmm. You're you're probably four or five years into college at this point. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> like that's the big a question big mark, turn, right? A big turn happened. So um what happened in the short term was um with the basketball career, it was my best year. Like I remember um coaches that used to coach against me back in the day they're on the sideline and i hit a shot they'd be like get up on him he's a shooter and i'm yeah. like oh i've never had that happen to me before I'm, hey coach <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a shooter like, i was like i'm done i can retire now like i just never heard that that's all i need you know um but um so that uh <laughs> so on the court it was um super amazing on that level but i wasn't the same player person that coaches loved in the sense of I wasn't that blind follower mm. that would relay what the coach was saying to the younger players because I was the captain yeah. so I was no longer allowing myself to be that just like the the um, the translator for the coach Echo chamber or whatever I was no longer had no interest in that anymore right. so we had conflicts with me and the coaching staff wow. because if uh, some player did something poorly and the coach would get mad at him, right? I would go up to the player after and be like, yo, it's all good. You know what I mean? Like, just stay focused and next, you know? And he would come up to me after that and be like, don't go behind my back. and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You know? So um, there was like that kind of conflict on the court. Mm. And then off the court, as I was in Kamloops, it was a new city for me, new town. And um, my friend that was there the year before that was my second year in Kamloops mm. um, my friend that was there the year before left and he was one that we were kind of on a similar journey together he left so basically what my days consisted of was going to practice going to class and coming home and reading coming home and meditating coming home going into my room and journaling that was like my life so at that moment of time I didn't have many conversations with people who were outside of my role as the basketball captain mm. right so fast forward four months i read my first book you know <laughs> <laughs> i read my first book and i was like doing a lot with i felt of like getting to know and love myself but i went back to richmond vancouver yeah. and i was speaking with um actually uh, our friend Spencer's mother, yes, yes, yes. right? Okay, yeah. And she's really funny, like like really funny jokes, right? And I usually could joke with her, but I found I couldn't joke with her anymore. Oh man! I was like, I lost like my charisma, my oh, no. you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, wow, what happened? And then I was like, yo, I just took it too far. <laughs> I went too far inside <laughs> yeah. that I was losing my ability to communicate right. with just like people in general. So it was then that I decided I'm not going to play basketball anymore because Crazy. I need to put myself in a scenario that's going to be stimulating mm. and exciting for me. Mm. So I decided to finish my degree, but do it abroad. Wow. So I went on exchange program abroad wow. and I wanted to learn a new language because at this time I was still understanding the importance of language, but I just felt like English was hindering me, was slowing me down mm. because I had so many associations with words that I wasn't allowing myself to just be. So I was like, this you need right. to go learn Spanish. Damn, right? bro. So I went to Colombia after that and I, you know, I just, I didn't tell anyone until I got accepted 
I didn't tell anyone, not my mother, not a teammate, not a coach. Nobody. But then the season was done and I'm like, hey, y'all, I'm going to Columbia. Wow. And um, yeah, with that, also so interesting is there was this one guy, his name was Ivan. <laughs> He's a legend guru for me okay. that I wish I could see him today. He just disappeared on me. Like, no. yeah, like I don't know where he went. He's just gone. No okay. one knows where he was, right? But this mysterious Russian guy who I'd go to my friend's house and he would just be like sleeping on the floor in his living room. And I'm like, who is this guy? He's like 28 at the time. Like we're younger. I'm like, he doesn't go to school. I'm like, what are you doing? Right? But then as I learned more about mindfulness and meditation and stuff, I was seeing like, this guy was like a Zen master, <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. So right, I started right. to ask him more questions and then... He ended up being um, practicing Wing Chun, which oh. is like, I think Bruce Lee did that, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that martial arts. So he taught me a lot about utilizing my body and utilizing weight and how to push and pull. And right. strength isn't so much about brute strength, but utilizing energy. Yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah. he taught me a lot about meditation. And then he brought perspectives to my mind of like, hey, you're a human. You should be able to squat. Like, why can't you squat? You can squat. No, I couldn't squat. Like, I couldn't bring my butt below my knees. Oh, my gosh. With my heel on the ground, right? Mm -hmm. It's surprising. Probably Damn. on uh, most basketball teams, high school and university, probably like five people, only five people could probably squat. Mm. You know? It's okay. like from my experience. Crazy. More yeah, calm yeah, yeah. than we think. But I couldn't do that. So he brought more of these perspectives to me and showed me exercises that are more flow and movement and fluidity. Right. So, um, that, I was like, I feel amazing. Like my physical, I felt better than ever. Um, food was still not there yet. I was still um, eating same basically. Right. But um, mindset, mindfulness, I was, wow, like expanded exponentially. Mm. And with my knee, oh, my knee doesn't hurt no more. Damn. My Like I am not sore waking up. I felt so much better. So I continued with that mm. um, for the next couple of years, like. That became my job, really. Crazy. Mm -hmm. So that's so that's wild. So look, like the, the, the squat thing is crazy. Like the squat, the squat is such a fundamental indicator of health, right? Yeah. It, like in terms of spinal health, uh, hip health, and 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 you know just like your abdominal area, all of that stuff, and mm -hmm. which is again like paramount to essentially all functionality of the body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the squat is a great indicator of that. Like one of my um, one of my goals is like I want to be able to. Um, I stole this from Dr. Peter Atia. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Yeah. I love Dr. Peter Atia and, and his whole his whole thoughts on longevity and all that stuff. And, mm -hmm. and one of his goals is he wants to be able to goblet squat, um, which is like a deep, deep squat, uh, if you don't know, at uh, 30 pounds mm -hmm. um, when he's 100. Mm -hmm. You know, like 30 pounds is not a lot of weight. You know, mm -hmm. if you don't know, you could do that very easily. But to mm -hmm. do it with the right mechanics yeah. so that you can train using the right mechanics to do that when you're 100. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that's significant is because uh, a, a baby child is is typically 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. And so he wants to be able to interact with his grand grandchildren, great-grandchildren, whatever it may be when he's 100. Mm -hmm. But that using that marker, that deep squat, like a gobble squat, like an uh, ass-to-ankle squat, right? Yeah. And so using that marker as a fundamental marker of health, I was like, that's it. That's beautiful. I love yeah. that. So. Yeah, within that context, uh, why can most people not squat? Because I do see, I see it a lot, man. Mm -hmm. what, what was with that? How did, how did you fix it? 
um, just by trying. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, just getting my ass down there. It was funny because like my the Ivan, the, the guru, he'd just be like squat like, and we just be there in the park and just like squat as long as you can. <laughs> what? So we just be in the park and he just tell me to squat and i'd be like still pretty high but and just slowly got better and then learned other tactics to right, loosen up right, the hips right, and right, ankles right, and different right, things right. like that Crazy but um that was the basic of that but it's just simply like we're sitting in chairs now we Literally. don't need to have our hips go below our knees our physical our structure it doesn't do anything it doesn't need to why mm. so it just adapts to what we give it right so it's like hey um you haven't gone hips below your knees for 20 years now we should probably just stop yeah, you know yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how it happens you know we just don't need to so Crazy. why do it you Crazy. know mm -hmm. that's yeah that's that's wild so how do you you know so so now you're training you've been training for a minute now mm -hmm. um how do you think about movement what's your school of thought as it pertains to movement because you know if you're not maybe familiar with the personal training world or just the training world or the rehabilitation world mm -hmm mobility world or just all of that um you know there's many different schools of thought in terms of how you should move um the fluidity in which you should move the frequency in which you should move how the nature of your movement patterns like you know i can get you know so deep into it but mm -hmm. how do you think about movement mm -hmm. i look at it of just get a balanced diet Right. of movements <laughs> word you know word. just get a balanced diet like food is medicine movement is medicine mm. so feed your body the movements that it needs to feel good right right so um we know that we were meant to be sitting down at some point in the squat so build that into your day mm. and i'm not so much of an exercise guy i'm a movement guy so when you're if you can like don't have a couch and Sit on the floor, you know, yeah, like yeah, get floor yeah, pillows. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm like thinking of movement as integrating movement into your lifestyle. Mm. So you're at the corner waiting for a red light, just sit in your squat. Mm. Um, you have some moments while the tea is boiling, like touch your toes. For sure. Um, and just like building movement into your life. And currently my movement practice is really simple <laughs> like it's the most minimal and like basic that it's ever been okay and it's not going to be like this for long <laughs> right <laughs> but currently it's just give my my body every morning and every night put it through full range of motion okay so move my neck my shoulders my hips my knees my ankles right, 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 and just right, right. give it the full range of motion Twice a day. Dude, you're mad fluid just right there, man. I could, I could see it. Like, yo, you're, you're, like, you're, 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 I was like, how are we moving like that so easily? I was like, what the heck is going on there? Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. Like, I think, uh, uh, we had, uh, this, this woman named, uh, Carmel Rodriguez on the pod, like, mm -hmm. like 40 episodes ago. And her whole thing is like, she's a mom and she's like, get it, get, like, get it where you can get it, you know? Yeah. And like, I'm making food, I'm making lunches, I'm mm -hmm. stretching. I got my leg yeah. up on the counter, whatever it may be. Like I'm making sure if I have to pick stuff up, I got to pick clothes up off the floor, yeah. don't bend with my back. I always squat down and grab mm -hmm. it. You know, like whatever it may be, constantly be stretching, constantly be moving. And like yeah. her whole thing is like, it has to be integrated into your life mm -hmm. and it has to be fun. Yeah. Like if it's not like, it has to be fun. Mm -hmm. that's, and that's something I learned in 2019 too. It's just like, filter with fun, man. Mm -hmm. Like if it doesn't feel fun, like mm -hmm. even the most mundane things, like they can they they can have elements of fun to them, and you yeah. can have that through. Like I think movement is ultimately fun. Like mm -hmm. if you look at humans, like historically, why do we move? We move to 
well, we moved to do everything, but like we moved to hunt and like a lot of movement was dance, man. Like a lot of movement was dance. That's pure joy. Mm-hmm. Like movement and pure joy. When well, uh, any average person, when do you get the best workouts? You probably get the best workouts when you're playing a sport you love. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know about you, but like if I go on a treadmill for 30 minutes versus if I play basketball for 30 minutes, I'm getting a way better sweat in oh, yeah. Huge when difference. I'm playing basketball. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. I think when it comes to overall health, like I couldn't agree more. Um, movement is medicine. Mm-hmm. Food is medicine. Um, sleep is medicine. You know, air is medicine. Breathing is medicine. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of boxes you have to check uh, before you even look at other medicines. Yeah. Um, I'm interested. Um, we we live in a uh, a society a, a a time where things like anxiety and 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 a lot of people are very unhealthy, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a, that's a, that's an issue for our healthcare system for for the quality of life as humans. When you're in a negative space or when your body is is unhealthy or for whatever reason, what's like? What's your checklist? How do you think about that problem? Like, I know you're human like anyone else, mm-hmm. and you know you're going to encounter health problems or you know mental problems or whatever it is. How do you even attack that? How do you think about those things? Poet. Mm. <laughs> uh, so well, first related to what we were just speaking about about having movement a part of your life right, right? right and then we could utilize we could kind of fit movement into like the nooks and crannies of our life yeah. and we could do it that way but we could also flip it around and we could use movement as the impact maker in your life mm. right so if you're feeling like for me a big thing for 2019 is just to get past that doubt that I have in myself, right? Get past the doubt. Get past the doubt, right? I've been thinking about this for five years and I'm still doubting. Like, oh, it's not working. Like, what do I do, right? So then I'm using movement as a way to get past the doubt, Okay. right? So how? Pick something that is challenging but doable and commit to that. Okay. So for me, that was a hundred pull-ups a day. Yeah, right? that's tough. Two thousand pull-ups, um, two thousand pull-ups a month. Okay, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So no weekends, like, five days a week. Yeah, so that's like every weekday. Yeah. Right? Yeah, every weekday, hundred pull-ups a day. Right? And just do it. Just get it done. Make it happen. Right? And that's something that I utilize to get past the the doubt and the fear and the the anxiety. Of like, oh, I don't know if I can do it right. by just like giving myself a task every day and engaging my physical body to make that happen. So every day, one, two, you know, <laughs> I got to 50 and I'm like telling myself like, don't do it. You know, like you're, you don't even need to do it anymore. Yeah, 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 like yeah. No one's going to know. No one's going to. Yeah. But to tell myself that I'm not doing this for the hundred, this is to re arrange and to recreate neural pathways and to create new neural pathways in my brain yeah right so utilizing movement to create new ways of thinking so if i'm anxious right if i'm anxious as i have been right if i have that anxiety it's like for me is the doubt to challenge myself and move through that doubt Mm -hmm. so whenever i do get that i move through it and then i no longer stay in it Mm. right so as i'm done i know okay i did that Mm. I did that Mm. and I can continue to do it if I want and I'm going to continue to do it, Mm -hmm. right? So utilizing momentum, I'm like so big on momentum and with that is like not to go from 
from anxious and depressed to excited and like whatever related you know yeah, elated, but like yeah. to go from like anxious and depressed to oh now i just know that i'm anxious and depressed or you know now i'm just like one minute i'm not anxious and depressed of the day and like the next day like two minutes i'm not mm. so for me i give myself a lot of leeway and i give myself a lot of forgiveness through my journey where i may spend like a lot of my day in bed just like oh like not motivated to do anything like you know why aren't i there yet right and i don't get mad at myself for doing that i'm like <laughs> you're here like this is how you are right now yeah. and do the best that you can in those moments so in those moments i'm at home i'm not doing much what can i do that's not going to like be too much i'm going to read mm. or listen to podcasts i'm going to watch youtube videos that are going to be educational or i'm going to do stretching and movement at home yeah, yeah right yeah. so i just meet myself where i'm at mm. so wherever you are whatever you you you're going through meet yourself where you're at and just take it one step one little bit at a time and something like movement is so powerful because you're engaging your physical where it's like you feel it you see it and like i i say we're too smart for our own good like our brain like <laughs> we we think we think way too much and we're way too smart so like <laughs> when we need to dumb it down we need to dumb it down we need to simplify it mm. and get out of this thinking mind and getting to more of like the instincts and action yeah. and when it's just moving you're moving you don't have to think you could say i'm not running while you're running <laughs> and it's like you're running you're running, like, you're running bro you know what i mean yeah, yeah, so like yeah. you could say um i can't i can't um do it right but i'm like you got up and you did pull-ups yeah right so yeah. then rearranging neural my pathways. body is talking yeah. and i'm creating those neural pathways through the physical action and movement so that's one of the ways i look at movement mm. how i look at dealing with those those times of my life where I'm not feeling too good mm. in my physical body. If I'm not feeling too good, I meet it where it's at. And then I also like, I'm not afraid to look at like, Hey, you screwed it up. Like, <laughs> like you messed that up. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. if I get a zit, yeah, yeah. it's What's like, going on? I ate some chocolate. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's like you ate poorly. Yeah. So I'm looking like, Oh, where's the zit? Oh, why do I have a zit? Yeah. Oh, I'm just like, <laughs> you ate that chocolate man uh, it was good though. Yeah. <laughs> it was good you know like i'll eat it next time again too <laughs> yes yeah, you know what i mean straight, and just straight. like to be all right with yourself and knowing that you cause whatever it is that's happening mm. and the quicker that you can come to that acceptance and the quicker you can come to that and forgive yourself like i did and i have the ability to come out of it as well then the quicker you're going to be able to move through it and to start creating a new life really yeah. that's i mean it's like yeah, I ate that. I ate that chocolate, or I binged on that, or whatever. Like, yeah, now I'm here, and now watch me not be here, and it's just as good, you know. Like, it, it's yeah. all good. There's mm -hmm. so much healing that happens in movement, man. Like, uh, I got into like Kundalini yoga pretty deep, uh, mm -hmm. like end of 2018, 2019, mm -hmm. and. Um, Cause I'm someone who like, you know, I got, in a th I had a, a messed up little childhood and, mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, I had a lot of trauma to work through and all stuff. And I did the, the vocal work and I tried to work on my relationships and all this stuff and therapy and all this stuff. And, and then in 2018, 2019, I'm like, I'm good. I was like, 
this is it, you know, like I'm yeah. good. Like, and you know, I, I got really deep into like my physical practices mm -hmm. and my training and stuff like that. I was running mm -hmm. a long time. I was like, yeah, let's go, you know? And then, um, and then I had someone do, uh, reach out to me and like, Hey, have, have you tried Kundalini yoga? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nope, but you know, mix this, uh, spiritual with the physical, with mm -hmm. the breathing, like sounds like something to try. Yeah. And, um, and, I had like some of the most painful times, man. Like I didn't know the way the way I I figured out that the way I keep my shit mm -hmm. is is in my body, you know. Mm -hmm. Like whether that's you know through like my my, my um uh, what's called uh fasco lines or whatever, mm -hmm. or you know just through like uh, specific points in the body where you know for those that don't know in Kundalini Yo, you isolate one point in the body, you synchronize the movement and the breath, and you work through whatever's in that muscle, mm -hmm. and you'll get to points where like I'll just cry, mm -hmm. <laughs> like an ugly cry too, but I'm still in the movement, yeah. And you just gotta stay in the movement and continue to go because the movement's how you actually get through it. Mm -hmm. It's how you process it, right? Yeah. And that's like if I'm if I'm if I'm feeling any type of emotional way. I'm a highly physical person, mm -hmm. but if I'm feeling any type of emotional way, mm -hmm. I'm like, let's just go to movement. Let's go figure it out there. Yeah. Turn the brain off, figure it out there, and then let's come back to it, and mm -hmm. then we can think. <laughs> yeah. Because right now you can't think. Yeah. And even if I'm trying to make decisions, you know, you, in, in life you're paid basically off the decision, the quality of the decisions you make, mm -hmm. and that you can't make good decisions if you're not physically moving. Mm -hmm. So it's like that's part of hygiene you know yeah. as heart as hygiene right mm -hmm. um and then the other thing that you mentioned as well was <coughs> excuse me also at the same time moving through um you said you can use movement as the uh in the nooks and crannies or you can use movement as like the main yeah. meaning start there mm -hmm. right that's kind of what yeah. i'm getting there like start there but sometimes it's really hard to start there man like you you seem like an abundant person a positive person you know when you're in those mental ruts you know is it just default for you to be like all right go move mm -hmm. or how do you get to that spot of being of getting out of it yeah like i'm upbeat I'm yeah like know what i'm saying vibrant and energizing but i'm also one of the most laid back and chill people you probably ever met in your life for sure like really and truly in the sense of I don't have this like default program to move, you know, my right. default is lie in bed <laughs> or lie in the grass and just Whatever. stay there and chill, Yeah, you know? Um, so I understand the difficulties of actually getting up and going to move, right? That's why I keep it simple. Mm. Like it's very, very easy to just lie in bed and hug your knees to your chest, for example, or just bring knees to one side and your upper body to the other side. Yeah. And just doing it little by little, right? But then the, also the other aspect is just make it fun. Yeah. Like, just go dancing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, go play a sport with some friends. And, like, we know that we're going to be going through some difficulties in our life. Like, it's just, you know it, right? So, for example, when I wake up and I before I rest and wake up, um, I move like in those two portions of my day because it's the anchors of my day. Nice. Right. So then if you're a job and Wednesdays is usually a tough day, meet some friends every Wednesday and go, go play basketball. Nice. Like nice, build nice. it into your life. Like don't have it to a point where you have to rely on the decisions in the present moment. 
and just make those decisions ahead of time. Got it. I'm going to play basketball every Wednesday. I'm going to join a basketball league. Because Wednesday is tough, so I need that then. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't deny it as if, no, I'm fine. Like, I think that's the thing with most people mm. is they just in denial. Oh, I'm fine. No. Like, oh, I'm fine. Why would I need to do that? I'm, f- I'm good. get I'm over good. it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just plan that into your life. Like, take it easy. Take it light. Like, just go to the basketball court with a friend. And just like, don't even do anything hard. Like, remove all expectations that you have to sweat a lot. You have to get a workout and really just go. Yeah. And then see what happens. Go play, man. You know, just go. Go play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go. Just go. Go play. Like that's one of the the, what's built into to basketball, man. Like you shoot a shot. You whether you miss or you make, you got to go run and go get that ball to Mm -hmm. go shoot another shot. Like movement is just built into that sport, and you can't. It's impossible to stay um you know immobile in that so like for me it's just like i'll keep a ball in my car and if and if i'm like literally if i'm feeling shitty Mm -hmm. or just because i can just you you tune into yourself and you're like this is not this is not the space i need to be in Mm -hmm. i'll just if i'm in a suit i don't care i'll grab that ball go to any outdoor court in like just five minutes that's gonna cure anything there's nothing there's nothing that can't cure it there's nothing it can't cure i guarantee it i guarantee it um Okay, cool, Kim. Like, listen, where can people, where do you want to direct people here, man? Where can I go get this Irie, man? The <laughs> Irie, Irie, Irish moss? Yes. That high-grade healing? That high-grade <laughs> freaking healing. Um, you can go to akeempierre.com cool. for that. And um, just check me out on YouTube. With yes. My YouTube channel, Akeem Pierre. And just tune into the vibes. Like, really and truly, if you resonate with what i was saying today or just with the vibe in general then we know we just got to connect like that's kind of where i'm at of like we all just got to connect and build together and work together so if you vibe with it let's build you know come out of the corner and make yourself known yes Mm -hmm. yes come together man so so 2020 what what what's your main focus what are you working on i know you got the retreats i got you i know you got the cmos like Mm -hmm. what what's are you thinking about goals? What are you thinking about? Where's your Where's your energy being directed now? Well, interesting. This is like the first year where, in a couple of years, where I actually have like a goal that is uh, quali- quantitative, where oh. it's like number based. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. like physically. You something. don't seem like a numbers based guy. <laughs> this is my first year where I was like, oh, I can actually set out to achieve something. Right. You know, but previously was uh, you know, more of like be consistent or right. dedicate yourself, right. like yeah, stay yeah. committed. Yeah. But um, this year I'm focusing on just continuing what I built so far and allowing myself to shine and allowing myself to be great. So that's more retreats, that's more products and more content and being more open and sharing more, co- more consistently. Oh. That's um, becoming like making my system or my business into a system mm. that's like a well-oiled machine. Love it. Where I feel really proud of how the system of my business is. That's really my main focus is that. Like I want to have like a business guy, a operations person to come in and look at my business and be like, looks good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I want marketing teams to come in and look, okay, awesome. Right. I want customer service to be like, that's what's know? up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just working on getting my business to that level. 
where I feel like it's well-oiled, smooth in all different aspects. Beautiful, are, man. Yeah, working well. That's beautiful. Hey, man, listen, best of luck. I I, I look forward to, to watching you. I look forward to the CMOS you've gifted. I appreciate you, brother. And uh, yeah, let's, let's I, I want to see what these retreats are about, man. This is crazy. So um, yeah, we, we, got a, we got a link for that. Like, I just want to see, I want to learn. I'm excited like what you're bringing to the table, man. I think, I think the world needs more of it, my mm-hmm. friend. So yes, thank you for thanks. coming on and uh, we'll link to everything in the show notes, man. Definitely give thanks. Give thanks for the opportunity. Give thanks for everyone listening. Give thanks for the moment you're here listening this far for a reason. Don't deny it. <laughs> step up and step into your purpose. Ah, I love it. Thank you, Akeem. Thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. That was an amazing conversation. If you want to connect with Akeem or you want to check out every, anything that we reference, go to our website at www.thinkspacepodcast.com uh, slash Akeem Pierre and you can get everything there. Also, little social shout out right now. Every week we find someone in our community that's just doing epic things. We give them a little shout out. So this week we want to shout out our brothers over at THC for opening and we've seen the transformation and we've seen this positive move of entrepreneurship come through and they've done it in the right way. They've done it in a healthy way and they're uplifting their community. So we thank you. Thank you guys. You guys for turning into the podcast. If you guys want to hear more, make sure you hit subscribe so you get the opportunity to listen to another podcast. Thank you guys for checking this out and I hope to hear from you soon.